It's the Sports Talk Podcast with Ryan Furr and giving you the hottest sports takes in town. You can reach Ryan through Facebook, email, and Twitter. Now it's time to start the show. Here's Ryan. Welcome back into the Sports Talk Podcast here on Podbean.com as well as iTunes. It is part two of today's episode on this Friday, the fourth day of January, the year 2013. Back in here with Eric Dion. Eric, how's it going? Uh, I'm still going good. Just uh, talking about some NFL, some Patriots talk. Julian Edelman was a big topic last time. Yes, it was. And uh, you wanted to start off this part talking some uh, NFL coaching vacancies. Who's going to fit in the right spots? Yep, um, I see uh, Andy Reid was actually signed by the Chiefs today. That was crazy. Yeah, after they uh, cut Scott Pioli, which we talked about the last half hour. Um, I feel like Andy Reid's going to be a good fit there. They have the number one pick. I feel like Matt Castle's going to be out. Matt Castle really hasn't done anything. Just kind of showed how good the Patriots are besides... You really just plug any quarterback in there, and they could be a ten-win team in this division. That's the system. But um, it's just just those next. It's just those extra four wins that really make the difference. Extra two, three wins that make the difference between. I feel like obviously, when the uh, when Tom Brady played and when Matt Castle played, it was just a. It's not even a comparison. It was completely uh, it's it's completely like a, different. I think Castle benefited from having Randy Moss that year as well. Oh yeah, obviously it was a big. Big big year for uh, having to have him, and then um, I feel like that would have been like just a fantastic year for the Patriots if Brady didn't get hurt by uh, Pollard, who I just absolutely hate. As no, I still I still won. believe that the Patriots would have won at least back to the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they would have won it. You know, wait if uh, Brady hadn't had gotten hurt in the first quarter against the Chiefs, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> talk about the bad times. We're going to talk about the good times, and then also you got the report today that Billy O'Brien, former offensive coordinator of the Patriots. Turned down an offer. Well, I don't even think it was an offer. He just had he just talked to the the Browns, and uh, he is going to remain at Penn State that's, instead of taking the uh, open coaching vacancy. I feel like that's that's good for him because Penn State really needs some stability there with all that all that's happened over the last year. I know that's a tough topic to talk about. It's a big big thing over there, but uh, I feel like they really need to. I know Penn State. I think Pence, the governor of Pennsylvania is suing the NCAA for fining all of them or something like that. Just a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, tough topics over there for uh, for them, and I feel like that's a good thing that he's staying there. They really need someone stable. I feel like Chip Kelly's going to be the one that comes. Chip Kelly, definitely. I feel like I know Oregon is just a great football team. They have they're playing. I think they're playing tonight. I believe Oregon. Yes. Against. Um, I don't know. I don't follow college football. Yeah, I really don't follow college football. I just know that Oregon is one of my favorite college football teams. Because they have a uniform for every game. <laughs> yes, they do. They actually have chrome helmets tonight. They're actually really, really sick. But um, I feel like Chip Kelly's probably going to be the the Eagles coach. I feel like that I could easily see that happening. I think um, I think Bill Cowher might. Bill Cowher might make, might make let's, some interviews. Let's, let's hope so, because I can't stand Bill Cowher on the NFL today, so let's hope that he takes a job so that I don't have to listen to him every Sunday. I don't like Bill Cowher. I don't like you him like, at all. You don't like Shannon Sharp either? I love Shannon Sharp. I love everybody else on that crew except for Bill Cowher. I just think he's very, very annoying. And he always picks against the Patriots and picks the Steelers. Well, obviously. The Steelers could be 0-15 and, and facing like the best defensive football. He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to pick the Steelers in a close one. Just like, shut up, dude. 
You're so biased. That's what just happens when you're going to go there. It's just like how Jimmy Johnson always picks the uh, Cowboys regardless. Well, I don't watch Fox because they're terrible. But but anyways, uh, so definitely. And then you might have John Gruden as well. Yeah, John Gruden. I'd like to see John Gruden back out there. Although he is such a great Monday Night Football commentator. He's just a lot of energy. He is very good at what he does. On, on I, I do miss Jaws, though. I'm a big Jaws Jaws? Fan. I like Jaws a lot. But, um... I'd like to see him out. Th- I'd like to see Cow out there, but I feel like there's just all the teams that are out there. I feel like Arizona's just really just. I don't know. They they started off the season hot, but they just like fell apart at the end. I don't know what was happening. I know Kevin Cobb got, Kevin Cobb got hurt, but still like can't do that. Their offensive line wasn't like didn't exist for like a couple games there. Yeah, and I think that like that's not necessarily an attractive job. And a lot of people will say, "Well, there's only 32." of these positions, you yeah. know, everything's attractive. But at the same time, there's no quarterback in Arizona. There's no, no quarterbacks coming out of they the draft this pick. year. There's well there's they're not really gonna get help from quarterback in the draft this no. year. And you know, to win this league, you need a league quarterback. It's a rebuilding thing. Like they unless they go go out there and sign like a Michael Vick or someone then like, like you can't or Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is just not a quarterback. <laughs> he just needs to learn how to give it up like Honestly, he's just a he's just a he's a running back that can throw average. He, yes, he's just I, like I don't a believe. he's just like a um, uh, who was the uh, wide receiver for the uh, Steelers that used Braylon to throw? Edwards? No, Brad Smith. Yeah, he was he's one of those type of people who who's like a converted quarterback, like a Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman would have been a he was a converted quarterback, I believe. He can't. He can't. He just can't make the throws. And no one's going to convince me that he could be a good starting quarterback in this league. Not now. Not ever. Because he no. just can't throw the ball. He has. He has luck on his side. Like he's. He makes like one good throw, like the uh, overtime pass in uh, against Denver. It was a one. It was a like a ten yard pass to Demarius Thomas, and Demarius Thomas ran the other seventy yards. Yes. Like it wasn't Tim Tebow at all. Like. Really not. I feel like most any backup quarterback in the league could have made that ten yard pass. It was poor coverage by the Steelers to begin with. Brian Hoyer could have made that pass. Brian Hoyer actually did start for Arizona this past week, so that's just he did? yeah, he did. Wow, because I know that he got picked up by Pittsburgh once Roethlisberger got. Yeah, hurt. but they they caught him after Roethlisberger was fine. They rather play the uh, old man old man batch. And I honestly said as a joke when Roethlisberger went down, oh, they're going to play Charlie Batch, right? And then honestly, he was in there. I was like, I thought that he must have retired yeah. about... He did retire. They got him out of retirement. I thought that he would have retired a long time ago. That first game, though, with the eight, the eight turnovers was just absurd. And he came back out there and won the game. I feel I feel like that was really good for him. He he really wanted to win a game. It's like Vinny Testaverde when the the Patriots signed Vinny Testaverde as a backup just to give him that just to give him the touchdown pass. Just to give him that touchdown. And then the yeah. last game they they gave him the touchdown. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Vinny Testaverde, old man Testaverde. He was he was a really good. I think the uh, Carolina signed him the next year. They gave him another touchdown pass, I believe. But um, that was just crazy this year. But um, I feel like I don't know. Where the uh, other coaching vacancies are going to really end up. Like, I know... Uh, the Bears. Well, the Bears. I feel like Lovie Smith really shouldn't have been fired. I know they were 10-6. and six. I know they only missed the playoffs because of the Vikings. I know they started off 7-2. and two, Or 7-1, and one, actually. To start off the first eight games, which is really tough to go from 10-7-1 and seven to one to 10-6. and six. They were like, one of the best teams in the league. But I feel like they had a lot of injuries. Jay Cutler went down. I know Jay Cutler's really not the best quarterback in the league. But he's... I mean, he I feel is like their starter. He is their starter. They aren't going to get a good draft pick anytime soon, but I feel like he could honestly be 
better. I feel like. I do too. I feel like they could get if they were, did horrible one year and got a good draft pick. They are a very good team. Begin with, I know Erlach is getting old. Their defense is getting old, but they they're still a great football team. I don't know. I mean, Lovey Smith. I mean, yes, maybe he shouldn't have gotten fired, but I just look at what he's done so far. You know, a couple seasons ago, an NFC Championship game appearance, lost Super Bowl appearance, and Super Bowl forty lost, and you know, and then they collapsed this year. Yeah. In some form, so I think. You know, I don't. I don't hold it against the Bears for wanting to make the move. Maybe you know, to looking for something different. You know, maybe they said, "All right, well, this guy's not doing anything for us." You know, we give him chance after chance after chance, and he still comes up with nothing. So we'll just look for another direction. But whoever does go there is going to have pretty much a complete team. Probably the most complete team out of all of these coaching vacancies, I would say at least. Oh yeah, easily. That's just that'd be the number one job I'd want. If I was Andy Reid, I would have wanted to go there, but. I mean, Andy Reid wanted to go to Kansas City because he had full control. He'd have the, uh, everyone over there would be uh, more powerful. He'd have all the power. He could, like, make all the picks. He has a first-round pick. He could really build the whole team from the ground up. Plus, they have five Pro Bowl players on a 2-14 two and, two and 14 team. And he's going to need to do some building up because that, that Chiefs team was just god-awful this year. They, yeah. were, they were just bad. Yeah, that was really, it's always, there's always those 2-14 and 14 teams. I mean, can't, I mean, um... Indianapolis was that team last year, and they're in the playoffs this year. And um, same thing with uh, the Jakes. No, not the Jakes. The uh, Redskins were also. I don't think they were two and fourteen. They were like three and thirteen or something like they're that. Pretty bad though. Yeah, they were horrific last year, and they got RJ three and just took off. I feel like the Bears are, would be a good team soon. They're gonna be good. And if the um, replacement refs didn't call it, replacement refs called that a touchdown for Green Bay. Bears are in the t- Bears are in because they. That's the only reason. The uh, Bears law got out of the playoffs. The wild card was uh, Seahawks and the Vikings. I will agree. Seahawks should not have had that win on their oh, no, uh, on was, their record. That and was I can't believe atrocious. the NFL didn't overturn that. It was blatantly obvious. Like you can't you can't do that. It's just a, that was just a low point for the league. I feel like this season. Well, you see what it would have done. They would have had to change it because it would have been on them. It was their mistake in the first place. Man. It was their poor management of the referees in the first place. So then they would have had to swallow even more of their pride and say, well, you know, our mistake made another mistake. So we're going to overturn it. They didn't want to do that because the owners, you know, they can do no wrong and they don't want to do any of that. So they kept it the way it was, you know, and Green Bay should have had that win. And Seattle, that was just, that was awful. That was a travesty what happened. And then, of course, the next week, I believe it was the next week after that, the Sunday night game with the Patriots, that game was just unbelievable. That was the, the week before, I believe. Oh, it was the week before? No, that was Sunday night. Oh, that was su- the, that is the right, Green yeah. Bay game was Monday night. Sunday and then and that week Monday. they signed them immediately. Because those, those games were really, really that's bad. What, that, that's what the league needed, though. They needed a wake-up call like that. You have to sign these refs immediately, or otherwise you're going to lose NFL viewership completely. Especially that Patriots game. That was, there was one bad call after the other one. That was just atrocious. Oh, yeah. So but they, we, we lost that game. I mean... Could have won that game easily, but oh, definitely Patriots had their chances in that game. I believe they were up late in that game, and they yeah, and they the, let the, it late, go. the late field goal by uh, Justin Tucker was able to uh, clinch it for him. I think for the Ravens, but um, that was a close game. I feel like Ravens played their heart out that game, but same thing with the Arizona game. They we get the holding on uh, Danny on the Danny Woodhead touchdown. We would have won the game easily, but there was no. It was a phantom hold. There was no holding at all. But and flag still got him flag down. still got him down. But uh, it's just how the NFL works. Like you can't do anything. It's kind of like how the uh, on um, 
Thanksgiving Day with the uh, Lions and the Texans. So the Texans should have lost that game as well when um, the coach for the Lions, right? Swartz. Jim, Mike, yeah, Mike Swartz, he uh, threw the red flag on the uh, touchdown by um, Foster. It's an automatic review, but he threw the red flag and he got penalized for it, and it clearly wasn't a touchdown at all. His knee was clearly down before he ran the 80 yards for the touchdown. So I don't understand why that's a rule. They put it in this year. To, they put that. it in this year to like stop delay of games, at, like initially, but it kind of backfired. But on if it was already going to get reviewed anyways, and he threw the flag, couldn't he have just said, "Oh, sorry, my bad," and then that would have been yeah, it? Like that's, <laughs> that's what they're going to do. They're going to like they're still going to review it this year, like next year for like maybe the playoffs. I think they were the change it for. They're still going to review it, but they're going to take away the penalty. Yeah, the penalty. Because he got a 15-yard. No, they're going to take. They're going to take away the. They're going to give him the penalty. And it's like delaying the game longer, but um, they're going to still. Uh, review it because they wouldn't even review it for that and they clearly would have caught that that his knee was down it was just a poor 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 official link by them but we have to do i guess kind of taking a look back on the year that was in 2012 for the nfl gotten to a lot of things so far here on sports talk today in part two of the program gonna take a little bit of a break and then when we come back i don't know what we're going to talk about you're just going to have to keep listening that's next Back in here on Sports Talk, here on Podbean.com. Do you want to remind everybody, if this is your first time listening, probably should have said this in the first one, but... Um, the first half. The first half of this game. I am the uh, station manager over at my college radio station, Newbury College Radio, and we're going to be officially launching next... Actually, in a couple weeks when we uh, when I get back to school. And so definitely uh, give a listen. Like I said, I'm the station manager. was the sports director at the beginning of this year, but then... I upgraded, I guess you could say, to station manager. Promoted. Yep, We have a lot of good programming on there. It's all student-run, so definitely uh, go check that out. I'll post the link in the description here on podbean.com. Like I said as well, give a listen to that. Also check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sports talk extra with RF, or just type in Ryan Ferran in the uh, search bar or sports talk extra with RF and it'll pop right up. Getting back into it here on sports talk in the final part of part two. Final segment of part two. Talking a little bit. Well, you know, this this sort of uh, idea came up when we were doing the break. Just like, you know, we live here in Boston. The best sports city in the country. And we are just talking about, like, what makes it so special. What makes it so special to be a fan from here. And just talking about some of our early sports memories. And I think the big thing that got me into sports was the Boston Bruins. And the Boston Bruins are sort of like my team. They're like, you know, the the, the team that I gravitate towards, I always have. And my earliest memories are for watching the Bruins. And so I always, from day one, have stuck with the Bruins. Bruins? And I think you're the Patriots, right? Oh, yeah. Patriots have just been, since the 01, since 01, I mean, you might call me a bandwagon fan, but I was like 10. I was in second grade when they won, I believe. In 01, I think it was second grade, third grade, third grade, third grade, whatever. But um, it's just like since my childhood, the Patriots have won. Like since I can remember, like the bandwagon. Yeah, it's a bandwagon. Uh, third yeah, grade, pink hat. Third grade Patriots fan, I guess. <laughs> but uh, since they won in 01, like Patriots won 01, 03, 04, Red Sox won 04, 
Celtics won 08, Patriots, I mean, Red Sox won again in 07, I think, and then the Bruins won in 2010, so that whole decade was just basically my whole growing up, the Boston's won a championship pretty much almost every year, and some years we won two, in the uh, 04 year, the Patriots and the uh, Red Sox, that was a huge year, great state to live in in Massachusetts, a great great city to live in as well. I think that we're almost kind of spoiled growing up. Oh yeah, especially... I mean, it, it's like living in another city yeah. would be terrible. Like living in Kansas City would just be oh, yeah. like god awful. I don't think I'd be doing sports if I grew up anywhere else. If I grew up in like Carolina, maybe yeah, I'd be those an are, avid. Those are like one sport teams. Maybe I'd be an avid span. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'd be an avid Panthers fan. I always said an avid avid Panthers fan. No, an no, avid Panthers like, fan. Like NASCAR a lot more as well, but um. I cannot stand NASCAR. Drive hey, around, sir. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the uh, Boston sports fan gets like a like with like the best team and like the best city and more spoiled and stuff. But there's a lot of there's a lot of cities like in uh, like New York. They have a bunch of teams. They have more than one team for almost every sport. They have two two basketball teams. If I two well, baseball. If I wasn't gonna be born in Boston, I would have wanted to be born in New York. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just thought less of you right there, but um. Well, to just see where I am because it's just like I'm, you know. Suck. They're also passionate about sports. They're as much they passionate are. about sports as we are. Oh yeah. And I know that you probably don't. I have a mutual respect for the New York teams. Except I don't. Except for the Giants. I don't. No, I have respect I for them too. I don't. I, I don't hate the Giants. I don't I hate do. the Yankees. Um, because the only fan base tonight that I hate is the Montreal Canadiens and the Vancouver Canucks, because they're not human. They are completely different. They're like, you know, like, if you're a Montreal Canadiens fan, please, like, go, like, stop, stop watching hockey, because you're terrible. And I think all Boston Bruins fans will agree with me. They are awful. But I, you know, there's just, we share the same sort of thing with the New York fans. You know, and I know that it comes from Patriots losing the Super Bowls to the Giants, but, you know... Giants just, you know, flat out came to play both of those days. Yeah. And I and know they, that it still hurts. It still year. hurts, but, you know, and I, and I see where the frustration lies, certainly, because I think they won 9-7 and seven one of the years, or both of the years. 9-7 and seven was the uh, 07 year, and they barely just made it in the playoffs. We killed them a lot. We didn't kill them the last game, but we beat them the last game to get the 16-0. and 0. But um, we, they still made it in. I think they were 9-7 and seven or 10-6, something like that. But it's just... Just they got hot at the right time. It's just a, that always happens. They just get hot right last four games of the season. They go on a run, kill kill everyone through the playoffs, go on the road and win. They're just a good road team, I feel like. But this year they just could not win at all. They couldn't. They stepped up for like huge games, and then other games they faced like the Browns and they lose. Like how do you lose? Like almost Browns lose to the game Browns. Was weird. That Browns game was weird. And how then, do you almost lose to the Browns, but then you go out there and you kill like? They lost. Yeah. Then they lost to. Redskins, I believe that was on, yeah, was that was on Monday good. night. Yeah, Monday night. Still couldn't show they, up for it. They lost to them on uh, Thanksgiving, I believe, as well. Or not Thanksgiving. They lost to them around then, I think. And then, you know, the awful display of, you know, any integrity whatsoever in that Ravens game where they just got shellacked and oh, yeah. showed no signs of life oh, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, so. some, game, some games they go out there and they just drop everyone. And then the other games they just don't, it's like they haven't even showed up at all. They didn't even go to practice all week, but. They're just one of the, those weird teams that sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. I guess it's weird. It is weird. It's weird. Wicked weird. I don't know. Just living in just living in Boston for my whole life. Just I don't think I could ever be a, like a fan, like a follow another team other than like 
the Patriots is like my number oh, one. Oh, I couldn't team. either. Like, oh, well, Boston sports will always be my in my blood. My number one, yeah, my blood. I could never follow another team. Like, uh, obviously, I, I like other teams, like uh, like the Colts and stuff. Like, I, I I watch their games. Like, I enjoy playing. Like, I enjoy playing them. Do you like, enjoy playing with them? Like, I enjoy watching them and stuff. But I, 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 Patriots will always be number one. Like, same thing with the Red Sox, the Bruins, Celtics. Like, I, I like. I'm a huge OKC fan. Like. Thunder, like, I really like Kevin Durant and all that, because he should have been a well, Celtic. did you like them when they were the Sonics? No. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But... No, I just, like, I'm, I'm a huge LeBron hater, but I just, just, I don't know. Basketball is just a whole different demon, I feel like. Just a different thing. I can't watch basketball. Well, I, I can't watch the NBA. Basketball, the sport itself, it's not, it's okay, but it's just... It's not my thing, you know, like, I'm yeah. just way more of a, a hockey fan. It's just like because in basketball, especially today's NBA, you know, let's look at the uh, the the Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics. You know, little fight between Rajon Rondo and I believe yeah. it was what the hell's his name, Chris Humphries. He pushes him, and yeah. there's this huge uproar. Oh, he's gonna get a suspension. I don't even know if he did. Did he? Um, Humphries or games? Rondo? Rondo got two because I went to the game. He gets he two back, games. Yeah. He gets two games for shoving. Him. And then you go into hockey, and if someone needs to be taught a lesson, you can go over and beat his face in, and there's like yeah, there's you, nothing. There's just no. There's you can't, no. You can't fight in the NBA. They are. It's a, it's a different thing. Like there's, there's if you were allowed no, to fight in the NBA, it'd be a completely different league, and it'd just be a scary league, and no one would fight. A lot of people would watch, but it'd there's be scary. just I would watch. You can't. I mean, there's just no passion in the NBA. There's like there is, but there really isn't because you see a lot of times where guys will just take shots knowing that they're going to get fouled. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, it's just like, that's just so bullcrap. Because just like, go and do it. Like, they'll they'll obviously be leaning in when they take like a three-pointer to oh, get yeah. the foul. And it's just like, if like if you like uh, if you like went for a foul against like Zeno Chara or something, next time you hit the ice, he'd knock your teeth in. Oh, yeah. You know, but, holding like, people accountable. Like, having that sense of, you know, passion. The is, NBA, you know, the NBA just doesn't have that. But, the, you know. The yeah. NBA is, in my opinion, like a, a league that is rigged. It's just a game of runs. Like, you see a game, like, like the game, the Spurs, they went into um, Miami, I believe, and the Greg, Greg Popovich, he uh, benched um, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Tim Dunk, and um, someone else, I think, not really the, not really important player, but he benched all four of them, and they only lost by five, and it took, like, a 11-2 run at the end of the game for them to win. Like, clearly, if you're facing LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, they should destroy everyone, like, hypothetically speaking, if they're, quote-unquote, the best basketball players in the league and they're all on the same team, they should clearly destroy everyone, but they don't. Like, it's a game of runs that is, like, controlled. Like, and you, if you watch the NBA, they don't play defense. Like, if you watch college basketball, they play defense. That's why they score 60 points in a game and NBA scores 100, even though they play eight minutes more. But clearly, if you're if they play eight minutes more, they're not going to score 40 more points if you're playing defense. It's just, like, defensive positions that look like uh, just put their hands in their face. They just go like this. See, that's why. I, that's another thing. It's just. It just seems like it comes out very fake. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like it's hard for me to sit there and watch it when it just comes out very fake. When you can look at hockey and it's real and it's in your yeah. face. It's just a uh, hockey. It's just a. It's a lot more. I. I was never really like a hockey fan. Really, I'm. Until the Bruins won uh, yeah, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, until the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Well, yeah, well, wait a minute. I see an interesting trend here. So the team wins and then all of a sudden. Oh yeah, like what I was. I, I like the Red Sox when they suck. So don't worry. Red Sox has been my favorite team before. But, but uh, what were you saying about hockey? But uh, like, I started watching hockey more and more like since like 
like that season when they won, like before they won, when they were still playing the regular season, I started watching more and more games and I followed it. It was actually the 2010 Olympics that actually gave me, got me into hockey was okay. the, was like the gold medal game with Canada. Those were good. Yeah, they were. Like Canada, Canada, USA game, I think was for the gold, I believe. It was a good game. It was a good game. Um, I think I think the the USA lost, but um, yeah, they did. But uh, that got, that actually got me into hockey and like watching more and more and like the same with the uh, same with the uh, FIFA Cup or whatever in 2010 also got me into soccer a lot more too. Watching soccer more. Soccer. I feel like soccer and hockey are similar, like basic wise, but like hockey is clearly a lot more intense, a lot more, a lot more action to it because. Hot soccer is just 10 minutes of you setting it up to score 10 Actually, minutes like, from now. Like, if there was one sport on the face of the earth that I cannot stand more than anything... We do tennis. It, no, I love tennis, actually. It's soccer. I, I can't stand soccer. I, I despise it. I could do a four-hour show talking about how much I hate soccer. But I just can't stand it. It's another, it's another thing that's just a... It's like a, like a NBA thing, like how they fake fouls and all that stuff. That's the same thing, like... It's just a catered... It's a catered league to, like... Some of the richest people, but those are also probably the best athletes in the league, like in the world. Like you can't like a, a hockey player could not compete with a soccer player, like athletic wise. Like they are just so much more in shape than any other one else. They run like ten miles in a game, like sprinting, and that's just you have to be in incredible shape to do that. Like and like you know, in the hockey game, people will take dives, like you know, PK Swan will oh, yeah. take a dive. But I mean, the next time he's on the ice, he's gonna get you know hit hard. Yeah, soccer. Yeah. Then you know, you it's just you like that a, whole that's that whole dynamic. It's just like I don't know. I feel like soccer. Soccer gets like a like a like shunned upon in the USA because we have like much like a bunch of different sports. But I feel like soccer is probably like the most you have to be the most athletically in shape to play. This football, you really don't have to be that athletic unless you play like a, a running back or like a wide receiver maybe. Like, running back, definitely, but, like, a wide receiver, maybe. Because you get 30 seconds between every play, regardless, to take a breath, rest, you sit there, like, take it in, like, get water sometimes. You call a timeout or whatever, but they're, yeah. they're just running the whole time. Not really athletic like, lineman. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, if you can be, like, a 360-pound man and play, like, athletically, then clearly, like, it doesn't sound like just If you can just, like, you like know, golf. be you really huge be and just not let anybody by either side of you, you can play in the NFL. No, it's really not. It's just a simple thing, but uh, I don't know. I feel like soccer is just a... We just have so many other sports that we just don't really care about it. It's the number one sport in the world, obviously, but they don't really have football or baseball or hockey. Well, they have Most most countries have hockey. Hockey, I feel like, would be the second like most for most countries, but... Soccer is definitely number one. Yeah, soccer. And we're still really competitive in soccer, too, which is really, like, a... Even though we have all these other sports, we're still really competitive in soccer, like, globally. I know. Not, like, to the level of most countries, but still pretty competitive. Yeah, we have a good soccer program. I don't, I don't watch it, but, you know, I, I hear that we have pretty good soccer. Yeah. You see it in, like, the Olympics and stuff, but... Imagine if the Olympics included uh, American football. Oh, American football! That would just be an <laughs> it absolute, would just be domination. Just be an absolute joke. It'd be like it'd be like Tom a, Brady to Calvin Johnson yeah. touchdown. <laughs> it'd be like an absolute joke. We'd face Canada in the Super Bowl and we'd just win every time. It'd be no no one else has like good like who who else even has football players? And here's the Cambodian football team. <laughs> who, who else even has football players? Like there's no really I don't think so. like there's no really like import countries like there are for like. Baseball or hockey. There's or, no other place that plays basketball. Or basketball, really. Even like basketball, like other countries are still competitive with. Like Spain, they're really competitive with us. But a lot of that's because a lot of the NBA is from other countries. Most 
almost every NFL player is from the USA. Even when the NFL was in Europe, it was still an American league, and it was yeah, American it was just, players. It was yeah, just, it was just a, like the it was just, uh, just, just like Europe. the NFL D league, pretty much. Right. It wasn't like European players that you know played football. It was no, American players. There are some like Sultan Mesko, like clearly, but he's just a he was one of those people that was born in. Like, and then he came over. Yeah, he came over when he was young and played high school football here, I believe. Yeah, but it's like they don't play high school football over there. Yeah, the, the only position you'd get, like, uh, maybe a really good, like, foreign player would be punter or kicker. And that's that's it. Because they just convert soccer people and they're just really good at kicking or punting. So I feel like we could easily be one of them. That would just be just horrific if they put that in there. Like, it'd just be horrendous. But I'd like to see that, too. It would be another gold medal to, to put on put on for the U.S. It would be pretty fun to watch. It would be Tom Brady with like eight gold medals, and like that. The thing about it, like you can put like a seventy-year-old Tom Brady out there. And he'd yeah, still, like yeah, you don't you don't have to retire. Like even if he's retired, he could still play, and he'd still just like knock the crap out of everybody. Yeah, he'd yeah. still just like rule. Tom like a safety too. And play Brady and Manning would switch off quarters. Uh, I got six touchdowns. How many do you think you're gonna get? I'll beat that. Yeah, it would just be a joke. It's one of those things that's just. That's why I don't put it in there. No one wants it. All right, and that's going to do it here on the Sports Talk Podcast today. We will, well, I'll be back maybe next week for another show. As promised, we're going to be doing, well, I'm going to be bringing you at least one Sports Talk Podcast every single week to go along with the Sports Talk Live show airing every single Friday on Newbury College Radio. Um, But until the next time we talk... Oh, yeah, and I also do want to remind you that coming up later today on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sports talk extra with RF. Eric Dion's going to stick around and uh, we're going to do a video about something. We'll talk about something. I don't know what it's going to be yet, uh, but we'll come up with that. But until next time. All right, I'll see you later. We'll see you later.